want to switch sides? No, why? Just if you ever do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about it. Liquid death. Brought to you by... No, I wish. You want to hear a sad story about this? Sure. All right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. You're Jeff? Jeff. Liquid death. Jeff. You drink a lot of those. I do drink a lot of these. I... Are you going to introduce yourself? I thought they were alcohol at first. So did so did the lady ringing me up. And then and then I uh, you bought one trying to get hammered. No. Oh. Uh, I saw one at work and I was like, that can't be alcohol. I saw you drinking one at work. I was like, all right, that can't be alcohol because there's no way he would drink. He would get drunk skis at work. You think there's no way? I'm Jake BT Dubs. Yeah, Jake BT Dubs. Uh, liquid death. Seltzer water. Seltzer water. Yeah, it's just sparkling oh, water. Oh, I see. It's sparkling water. So. Where is it? Straight from the Alps? Dude, straight from the Alps. Which from Alps? The Teet. The German Alps? The, the Teets of the Alps. The Italian Alps? The Swiss Alps? Uh, this infi- infinitely recyclable can of stone-cold sparkling water came straight from the Alps to murder your thirst. Murder. When a group of teenagers set off into the mountains for a weekend of drinking regular water in plastic bottles, they became hunted by an aluminum can of mountain water that was dead set on murdering their thirst and recycling their souls. Once cracked open, no thirst is safe from liquid death. After ritually dismembering its thirst victims, this brutal can of water used severed body parts of dead thirst to build itself a flesh suit which it used to disguise to get a job in marketing but liquid death never never took the job it just murdered a bunch more thirst instead what nerds wrote that shit dude metal hashtag death to plastic metal yeah too much metal for one hand bro yeah <laughs> Ooh, whoa i've never heard that before never heard yeah the Guess we had to go with the, the two hands. The yeah, double. I mean I've seen it, but I never knew that that was a thing. It's just too much metal for one hand. Austria, Austrian Alps. Yep. Um, I will one day visit the Austrian Alps. So, so a lady thought it. She tried to card you. I mean, she was like, "Wait, um, can I?" And the guy bagging was like, "Nope, it's, not, it's just water." She's like, "What?" It, it, he's like, "It's just water." Hmm. She's like, oh, okay. It looks like it could be four locos. Four loco, dude. You ever had a four loco? You know, I have not had a four loco. <laughs> you should drink a four loco sometime. <laughs> I mean, they're not what they used to be. I never drank a four loco, but well, how are they not? That they watered them down? Yeah, oh yeah. It really? was like energy, full like, like extreme energy drink mm-hmm. with alcohol, and like those don't go well. That's an upper and a downer clashing. Yeah, I can't imagine that would go well. Yeah, liquid death though. I bought it. I've been buying cases of them. Is that caffeine? No. Okay. But I've been buying cases of them. Okay. And these are like my, I I don't really drink anymore. So I was like, you know, I'll just spoil myself with a little liquid death. Sure. So then, like sometimes I'd be joking, like I'm gonna crack open a cold one. It's just me grabbing liquid death. Okay. But I been buying them by the case. Bought a case. Brought it home. It was just plain sparkling water. My favorite is the Mango Massacre. Oh. And so now I have a full case of just sparkling water. In no flavor? No flavor. So it's just... I'm just trying to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got through Carter's book. Why would you do that? <laughs> I just thought I'd <laughs> remind you about Carter's book. Um. So... 
we so often do I have to shut down conversations that could lead to fun places because I want to talk about it here. Well, we have a long drive home. We do have a long drive home, and there's so much to discuss, and there's so many things that like could be on a show one day. And I'm still, I'm still, I haven't forgot. All right, I'm working on it. I'm just, I'm just tired sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You all right? You sleeping? Oh. Are you checking your phone? Well, I'm gonna kill you. Sorry, I. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to read a text message I just got from my wife. So my dog Tucker okay. loves like he loves cream. He loves diaper cream or any sort of lotion. Tucker. So, did Tucker eat the. What is it? He's the one that ate the Vaseline. Vaseline. And yeah. Like had. Do you like how that's how I. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and if you're not watching. You're missing out. Oh. Uh, Tuck, you have no idea what Tucker did. Uh, he got into the diaper caddy and ate all of the unused diapers along with a whole bag of wipes and a whole tube of diaper cream. He managed to open the diaper cream and smeared it in the rug and then puked multiple times on the rug. That dude is suicidal. You can't eat all those diapers. Dude, I don't know what on earth he was doing. Diapers I, expand. I'm, yeah, I don't. Well, we'll see if he's okay. I don't. He's never done anything like that before. I don't. I don't understand. He's I don't acting un- out. I don't understand. He must. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So we're talking back on back on topic. We we're yeah. talking about uh, what is it that we were talking about? We again? weren't. We were about to get into drivers' education. Oh, drivers' education. Okay. So everyone I know from Vancouver or from Washington mm-hmm. has all they everyone. Every person I know here, Jake, has taken driver's ed. Mm. Kylie's Kylie didn't. Okay. Repping for the just the raw dogs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh why is that? And also, does that automatically make Washingtonians better drivers? I have no idea. Oh, okay. But I think so. I mean, I do believe I think there's an argument. I there. truly believe Washington drivers are better drivers. Yeah. I think so too. Mm-hmm. The further south you go, the worst the driving yeah. the driving gets. And I am from Portland, and I rep Portland. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your driver's ed experience. Any anything significant or just like mundane? Yes, sir. Driving, gas, brake, check. Well, so uh, did you pass your test your first time? My driving test. Yeah, yeah. I passed. Legend. Uh, I, mean, I passed my driver's ed test. Too. Legend. Um. <laughs> Did you read the book? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. I took. I mean, I took driver's ed. Um, I was so nervous to drive. Okay, like so nervous. I remember having a complete breakdown driving with my learner's permit the first time. Like mm-hmm. I, I was driving down Columbia Street. Okay, which is not busy. No, but like doing thirty freaked me the f out. Oh, okay. How old are you? Oh, was I fifteen and a half? Oh, wow. Okay, fifteen. Okay, I think is when you get your learner's permit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, uh, we, I, we, were, I did it at at Hudson's Bay High School, which was my high school. Okay, and there was a whole bunch of us in there, and the the instructor was a ex state police officer. Okay, and he he was bald guy, kind of like military style. You know, you just know how those guys yeah, carry yeah, themselves, yeah. right? So dumb cops. Uh, he was he was a nice enough dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. We had to drive with, there was 
teams of three, and those were like our driving buddies. So all it was me, like it would be me. It was me, the instructor, and then two other students. Students. Oh, whoa! And so those were the three people that we always drove with. Okay. Which was kind of nice because then you got to know the people too. Sure. So, so it was a it was an interesting experience. Okay. I almost that hit it. Weird. Almost. I always remember. I almost hit a kid on like a little kid on a bike, <gasps> and it really wasn't my fault. So we were parked at uh, Fourth Plain mm-hmm. and uh, v- uh, Vancouver Fort Vancouver Way, Kay. right by the basically right. We're going up the hill, so Burgerville was our right mm-hmm. to our right mm-hmm. on Bur- on Fourth Plain. Yep, going west and burgerville was like Kay. right to my right sure and there was this big dump truck to in the in the left lane mm-hmm. and i he was pulled slightly forward over the line and when you're driving in driver's ed you got to really make sure you don't roll into the crosswalk right that's okay you'll get a you get a little mark okay so i don't you, know how these so, work so you had to be like on your p's and q's okay like there's no Rolling Are you like getting no, graded as oh, you're yeah. driving? Okay. Like no okay. rolling stops, nothing like that. Oh. You got to make sure everything is like perfectly okay. in the line. And thankfully, the the driver's ed car has a like a instructor brake. Yes. Okay. I know of that, but only from the movies. Mm-hmm. And we got. He was like, "All right, take a right." Mm-hmm. And so. We got a the the green arrow turns right, but mm-hmm. that dump truck was turned all the way out, and it was. I checked the stop, the little walk sign, mm-hmm. and it had gone from walk to stop. Mm-hmm. So I thought it. I mean, it was good. Yeah. All of a sudden, one a little girl <gasps> comes flying across. Was she um, by herself? But I uh, well, I saw the first one. Uh huh. She came flying through. Yeah. I go to, and then I was like, I was like, oh, dang. So then I start to creep and start to go forward. And her friend followed her even later than that. And if I, if thank God the, um, he broke, he hit the brake. He hit, he wasn't hit. He was the one that hit the brake. Otherwise I would have, I would have ran her over, but she was like, I dude, they were, they got, you get marked down for that. They got honked at. No, he didn't mark me down because I really don't, there was nothing I could have. Yeah. Cause you were blinded by the truck. Completely blinded. Yeah. Yeah. See, that happens all the time, even now. Mm-hmm. I almost killed everyone all the time. It happens. Yeah, especially <laughs> driving downtown Portland, you get the zombies just fall, oh, yeah. fall, out into the f- uh, fall out into the street in front of you. All the time. <laughs> oh, but I never drive down there. You always do. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, so, so, I'm really surprised I haven't hit a homeless wow, person Wow, I'm just so surprised at how many people I know took driver's ed. Because if you were to ask all people I grew up with, like hardly anybody took it. Nobody took it. I mean, it's expensive. You had to pay for it. Dude, rich people, bro. I learned how to drive by stealing my mom's car in the middle of the night. That's the best driver's that ever. Regularly. Regularly. And got to the point where I would always just like mark the tires with pebbles. And then when me and my friends would come home from driving around town, not going anywhere, just driving, um, We'd, they'd always get out and make sure I parked the tires right up against the rocks. And that's how I learned to drive with zero instruction. You never. Did you get caught? No, never. Huh. Not once. Never got pulled over. Nothing. Nope. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And then my friends were like, can we drive your mom's car? And like that was like, oh, I don't know if I should do that. And then I did. And then my friend Tim at the time almost crashed her car. And I was like, get get out. <laughs> You're not driving anymore. And then I remember one time there was this road over by like Columbia Boulevard mm. in Portland. Mm-hmm. And my friend Nick at the time was like, hey. Uh, what part of Columbia Boulevard? Uh, you know where – is it Columbia? There's uh, – you know where – uh, what's that meat place? Meat place. Yeah, there's a, a a butcher right there. Everybody knows it. The red building. People are screaming at me right now because they know it. Oh, I feel like it starts with an M. Hmm. My sister is gonna call me at when she gets to this point. She's gonna be really how close to MLK? Not not close. Not close. No 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 no. It's over by. I'm talking like right by the 205. Oh, way over there. Yes, okay. yes. Well, there's a there's a road that goes under like Columbia or something at some point, and they crosses at some point. And my friend Nick at the time was like, "Dude, this road doesn't have a speed limit." And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "We should go there." Did you also know you can't get pregnant the first time you ever have <laughs> sex? <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> not if you stand up afterwards. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> if you have sex in a tree, yeah, you can't get pregnant. It's impossible, dude. <laughs> in the on a full moon. Um, so he was like, Yeah, there's no speed limit. So I'm not joking. We took that car. It was a little Toyota Echo and we drove it like past a hundred. We were flying down this road on Columbia. And then we got lost because we didn't know where we were. <laughs> but there had been times where I was like pulling into the driveway. It was like seven, six o'clock in the morning. We had just been out mm-hmm. and my room was in the garage. So I parked the car and then um, I had the keys in my pocket and I parked the car, went into my room and then I like, you know, got into my sleep attire, then walked into the house. And I remember one time my mom was right in the kitchen right there because from the garage to the kitchen she was right there making coffee and she's like what are you doing up so early and i was like oh i don't know so i ran to her room because her keys were in her room and i had to sneak into her room to get the keys mm. so then when she's up i ran to her room put the keys back and she didn't see the car pull in dude my mom's dumb dude <laughs> <laughs> did you like turn the lights off when you oh yeah oh just oh. silent just i mean rolled it in real quiet she was right there should have seen it. Mm. Never did. How many times have you been pulled over? Uh, twice. Twice. Three times, maybe. Okay. I'll never forget the first time. It was over by um, that AM, PM on Main Street. In Vancouver? Yes. Up on the, what's that, 78th, maybe? Is it 78 that goes all the way down to Fruit Valley? No, that's 39th. 39th. That's where I was. 39th Dude, and Main. That's my hood. I know. That's where I grew up. And they like pulled me over, and I don't remember why. It was something dumb, but I didn't get a ticket. But I remember how like sketched out he was by like my back seat. And my back seat was just a big bag, but it was my gym bag. And he was like, I remember him flashing like, oh, was behind that, was me. Was that night? Yeah. He kept like flashing into my bag. Was this when you lived in Vancouver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that was the first time ever, and I was like, "Whoa, that was weird." So you lived your you lived all of your young adult life in Portland and never got pulled over. I didn't drive in Portland. Oh, never. I I didn't have other than other than stealing your mom's car. Other than that, (laughs) 
I I I never had a car that I owned. Oh, okay. until I was in Vancouver. How old were you when you moved to Vancouver? 21, 22. Oh, okay. So I yeah. thought you moved to Vancouver a lot later. No. Okay. But I did have my license at like 20, mm. 21, and so I would drive other people's cars in okay. Portland, never got pulled over, but yeah, the only times I've ever been pulled over was in Vancouver. Gotcha. Yeah, my yeah. first my first time getting pulled over was actually right by that same place on G Street, okay. which is to um so was it on no it was like so 39th so 39th in maine yeah if you go one block one block south yeah on maine yes then you take a right right by that old there's like an old uh auto body shop that's right there across from the ampm yeah one block and then take it right there. One block down is where I, f- mm. I got, he, that's flipped, where he turned over. He flipped his lights yeah. on, on me. Oh, like he followed me onto that road. Cause I was taking my friend home who lived on that road mm-hmm. and he pulled me over <clears throat> and I was driving my mom. How old are you? I was, uh, 19. Okay. Uh, my mom, I was driving my mom's Concord Chrysler Concord. Okay. And my mom, my parents, what is that? Is that a sedan? Yeah, it's like a town car okay. sedan. Okay. And uh, I we I pulled down that, and he flips on his light. Like I, he followed me up Main Street, okay. pulled me over, and I was like, his reasoning for pulling me over was bullshit. Yeah. He said something about the uh, one light being out. There mm-hmm. was no lights out. In my yeah. Car. I'm pretty sure he was just seeing what two young kids were up to in the middle of the day. Apparently, it was weird, dude. This guy was weird. So that he like is weird. So he pulls me over. And he was driving a Mustang. I always remember, like, he was mm. driving a, a Mustang, one of those Mustang cop cars. Yeah. And he gets out, uh, asks for license registration, and all I had were my my mom had her registration for her car in her purse. Okay. And she was out of town, so all I had were expired <laughs> ones. Yeah, that sounds believable. And so I told him, like, hey, this is my mom. Like, you can see, like, my mom's on the registration. Yeah. Here's my ins- here's my valid insurance. <clears throat> uh, here's my driver's license. I called my mom. Uh-huh. And my mom told him like, you know, it's valid. Like yeah. that I just have it in my purse. And he's like, he let me go. Mm-hmm. Like a week later, I'm driving with Kylie, her friend, and a couple of my friends up Columbia Street, uh-huh. which is just a couple blocks away from this for this he had pulled me over last time right and he pulls up he gets in behind me again follows me all the way to my parents house i pull into my parents driveway he parks across the street but never gets out of his car and he just sits there and like watches us go into the house my parents are home and everything and i'm like looking at the cop car and i'm like that's so weird fast forward same guy same guy how do you know that's the same cop car and he's patrolling the same area yeah 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 and so I'm assuming Mustang. it's the same guy. Mustang. Mustang. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so a couple weeks later, Kylie lived over by the art school. Yeah. I'm I dropped her off kind of late. It was like ten thirty. I'm driving down thirty third, which is right by Carter Park. Mm-hmm. He gets in behind me again, flips his lights on. And I was like, What the fuck is he pulling me over for again? He's probably I'm like, ah, he's probably gonna make sure I've got the actual registration this time. Yeah. So I pull over and he goes flying past me. Slows down, turns off his turns off his lights, and then just keeps driving. 
I was like, this fuck, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Is Dude's he just bored. Fu- just fucking with me or something? <laughs> now he's so got, he knows you, so he's just like, fuck it, here's this kid, let's mess with him. So weird, man. That is weird. Yeah, I I had never had a, yeah, that was just so Have weird. Have you ever got a ticket? One. No seatbelt. Any parking tickets ever? <laughs> a few. <laughs> no seatbelt? No seatbelt. Yeah, I was so dumb, dude. I was when I lived over on Andreessen. Yeah. And uh, I was getting on going to work and I was driving old Frank the Tank. Yeah. And I'm getting on Andreessen and I see a state patrol officer pulled over um, right on the shoulder, right off the Andreessen on ramp. Yeah. On fi- 500. Yeah. No and this, seatbelt. And this is right. This is right after they took the lights out. Okay. So I felt like I was I was like, ah, oh, I can get up to speed. I, as I'm getting on, I see him parked right there, and my dumbass reaches for your reaches seat for my seatbelt, and of course he flips on his lights, pulls me over. I get out, and he was like, he gives me this stupid thing. He was like, uh, "Our seatbelt sensors detected that you weren't wearing your seatbelt," and I, if I were smarter and like quicker on my feet, but I'm so gullible. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, maybe they do have a. You're seat like, belt. did you know that I work for the state department? <laughs> <laughs> it's like st- a seatbelt seatbelt sensor. Come on, Jake. Yeah. Like I fell for that, and oh. I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't have my seatbelt on." Really, he just saw me. Yeah. Reaching for it. His eyeballs are the seatbelt sensor. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I could have just called his bluff. I'm yeah. Like, what fucking seatbelt? Yeah. Sensor? Show me the data. Yeah. Yeah. And then so I because when he pulled me over and he came up to my car, I had already had it buckled. Yeah. So it would just be like, "Well, did you actually see me yeah. not putting it on? Like, do you have video evidence of that?" Yeah, yeah. But then he got me to admit it because I believed the seatbelt sensor <laughs> line, and then yeah. I was like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm really sorry." And he came back with the ticket, and oh. I paid it. It was like 140, 150 oh. bucks. I think that's how much mine was for speeding up I five. You got pulled over for speeding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. You were. Uh, it was right by. The main was it right by the main street exit? I think or the, so. The Highway 99 exit. Yeah, just past there. And I think I was in yeah, my they, yeah. They sit right there. I wasn't in my Beetle, but that would have been hilarious if I was. <laughs> but I wasn't. That was like the only like real. And I got a ticket for running a red light one time in Tualatin, but mm. that was bullshit. Really, the car in front of me. It was something like uh, something like what to the effect of like I couldn't see the light mm-hmm. and we were turning and so when I was turning the light was already turning yellow or some shit like that. Yeah, city of <clears throat> Portland has an ordinance that you cannot go through a yellow. Oh. But that's so dumb, <laughs> yeah, right? Because yeah. you could be like, okay, it do you want, me, do you want to me to stop. slam yeah. on my brakes to yeah. keep from going through a yellow? Yeah. Don't. Um, we're not going into Portland yeah. again. <laughs> Uh, what are your thoughts on places that sing happy birthday to you? I fucking hate it. I know you do. That's why I asked. That's the worst <laughs> thing ever. What are you, what are your thoughts? Uh, so we went, we took my grandma who's 76 to Olive Garden and they do it apparently. Olive Garden does I it? I didn't think that that was going to be a thing. I mean, it's owned by the same company that owns Red Lobster, so. Oh, is it? Yeah, their partner. Oh. Like, their partner restaurant. Why do you know that? I had a friend that worked for Red Lobster. Oh, okay. When we were in so high school. So we're sitting there and, you know, they're they're like, are we, what are you guys celebrating tonight? Is there something going on? And we're like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's our grandma's birthday. <clears throat> and she goes, well, you guys, you can get a free dessert tonight, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, would you like us to come and sing to you? And my grandma's like, oh, no, 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 no. The answer nah, nah. is always no. Yes. And I go, you know what, grandma? 
you weren't the guy that made them come and sing. Oh you? yes, you're, I said you're an asshole. I said, Grandma, had you just been like, sure. I would have said, you don't have to do that. But because you were so adamant about them not coming. You are the worst. I said, bring everybody. Let's sing there. <laughs> Dude, on my 21st birthday at Red Robin. They, I hate you for your grandma. They they made me stand on the chair and put a toilet like seat cover around my neck and hold balloons and sing happy birthday to me at Red Robin. Who did that? Who, I was my 21st birthday oh, with my family. Oh, you're 21st. Yes. Okay. So they did that. So now I'm going to I'm going to make that happen. You made your grandma wear a toilet and hold balloons? No, but you will be sung to. You're never going. We're never going to dinner again. Yes, we will. Nope. I don't care what day of the month it is. I'll tell them it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I will show them my driver's license and say it is not my birthday. I, I will say that's fake. Fake ID. <laughs> That guy, D. Uh, and then they sang last or two nights ago to my mom at the Mexican restaurant. But I like the little Mexican Spanish happy birthday that they sing. Do they bring out like a mariachi band? No, just just brown people from the That's kitchen. Super racist. I just assume that every <laughs> That's Mexican why I restaurant. That's what I said. <laughs> every Mexican restaurant keeps a little mariachi a band. A pocket ready to go. mariachi band. <laughs> They're like, is it time? They open the cellar door. <laughs> no, shut it in the darkness. <laughs> I just assume that I just what I <laughs> No You don't get to no, know I just assume that everybody in the back could just at any point just grab an accordion, a trumpet, yep. uh, a guitar boom, 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 and then boom, boom, and come out and uh marinate. Dude, that's and the only reason these chefs take the, that job. <laughs> is it is it my time? It's time they fucking throw the spatula and grab it. Anyway, so they came and they put a big sombrero on my mom's head and they sing to her. Nice. And brought her deep fried ice cream. But I knew you would hate it, so I had to ask. Dude, there's there's nothing that I Why hate. do you hate it? There's nothing I hate more. I hate Nothing? Nothing. I would imagine you you hate it being done to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I have Why? It's strict instructions. It's celebration that it of Jacob. No, because you're being sang to mm-hmm. by people who don't want to be singing. I guarantee. I want to talk. How do you to, think it goes anytime you celebrate your birthday? Hmm. How do you think it is anytime you celebrate your birthday? Nobody wants to sing happy birthday. Exactly. That is a, whether you're at your home, but your you family have, you and friends have, don't want to sing happy birthday. You have a poor relationship with birthdays. True, but does anybody <laughs> enjoy singing happy birthday? On Jen's dad's side of the family, it's almost like a tradition to sing it as horribly as possible. And it sounds like funeral, like, it sounds like somebody died sometimes. Mm. It's pretty good. So, when we were gaming last Friday, yeah. it was uh, Jesse Geezy's mm, birthday. It was, yeah. So, you and Jesse both stepped away, and just, uh, and Jason Osborne <laughs> goes, hey, let's sing Jesse Geezy happy birthday. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And and I don't know why I pretended to be down for this. Yeah, because I come back and I hear you guys singing "Happy Birthday," and it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I hated it the second I started. But you didn't stop. We so we start. We're like he. I'm like I was like why? all right. So we're gonna start when he comes back, and he's like yeah. I'm like okay. So Jesse comes back onto the mic. Uh-huh. I can hear him rustling. He gets on. He's like all right, guys, I'm back. And uh, 
Oh, I'm like I'm waiting for my. Jason to start, and I think he's waiting for me to start. But you know, we started. I did. You cannot say that you regretted it and <laughs> that you don't like it. Well, I didn't. I was it was peer pressure. There was no pressure. It was. I felt pressure. <laughs> and so I start, but then the we didn't we hadn't discussed timing. There was no cord. There was like there was no uh, intangible. Like there was, there was nothing. There was no syncing yes. between. There was yes. no syn- synchronous singing or ability between me and Jason Osborne because we don't know also, each other. There's kind of a delay sometimes. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm starting, and then he's starting, but it's a different <clears throat> pace. You just power and through. So no, I let him kind of like take the harmony, oh, or he, okay. I let him take the melody, and then I kind of fell back mm. into like a harmony. He's like, "Happy birthday," and I was like, "Happy birthday." Oh, and then, you got so, into it. Not. Kind of, only to try to make it less awkward because it was so awkward. And the and Jesse loved Easy, it. He loved it. Was the only one we were serenading to. Yeah. But it was. I felt so. I. It sounded like he loved it because I came back for the end of it, and he's like, "Thanks, guys." I think he loved it. Well, okay. See, you made his day. That's why we sing. <laughs> Does anybody have their day made by Happy Birthday? That is a terrible song. I mean, isn't it like? copywritten or something like that and like you're not allowed to sing it or it's not allowed to be shown or something like that that's why all these restaurants have their own versions happy happy birthday from all of us to you yeah happy happy birthday i can't remember whatever red robins is yeah i just heard that the one the most yeah so always used to go to red robin for birthdays mm-hmm. why is red robin such a birthday destination i don't know i'm not a fan Alex of, had a, of Red Robin or Red Robin birthdays? Both now. I'm kind yeah. of burnt. On red on the Robin? Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting the chicken sandwich there. It's fire, but I'm I'm kind of burnt. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a step up from Applebee's, but okay. at some point you just kinda want better food. <laughs> you remember our conversation about why no one shares this show? <laughs> It's because we have such titillating conversations <laughs> that they know others can't handle it. <laughs> okay, but tell me that TGI Fridays, I've Applebee's. I've never eaten there. I never, think I've been to Applebee's twice ever. Applebee's is terrible food. I would imagine. It's terrible. Uh, but I'm really into Olive Garden right now. I'm like really into it. Like the worst, that's just like fast Italian food. I'm not eating their Italian food. What are you eating? Are you, are you the guy that like goes to a Mexican restaurant and orders a hamburger? No, but I did think about it the other day, but I wasn't going to do it. I got a burrito. But I get the soup and salad. What's your soup? What do you think my soup is? Chicken I, nochi? Yeah, I'm not a psycho. Nochi. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had the uh, Zupa Toscana? <laughs> no. Zupa, dude. <laughs> Here. Are you listen, allowed to mix listen, it up? Listen, listen. Okay, I'm listening. Me? Yeah. You. Yeah. You. Me. Yeah. Zupa Toscana. Zupa Toscana. Yes. What is it? It's amazing. Is it better than the gnocchi? Ky- Ky- Kylie always gets the chicken gnocchi. I love it. It's delicious. The Zupa Toscana is amazing. I b- oh, this is what I get there, dude. <laughs> Italian margarita. <laughs> Every time so far. Italian margarita? Italian margarita with soup and salad. I mean Chicken that's all you that's all you can really get there. Their entrees are so expensive yeah. and terrible. Nah, it's just microwave pasta. Uh, yeah, it's so bad. No dude. thanks, dude. So bad. But that and looks, they charge like twenty dollars an entree. Yeah. 
And that chicken and the soup and salad's like thirteen bucks. Yeah. Worth way, it. Way, way worth it. And yeah. you get an Andy's mint at the end. And it's unlimited. Salad. Bring it. Keep bringing it. Are you a are, are you a Caesar guy or do you like a house salad with like a ranch? I love both. I don't like Caesar. I do like Caesar. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Titillating conversation. <laughs> what the hell's going on at Fox News? I have zero. I don't know what is happening other than all of these like this document dumps of everything. Mm-hmm. How? Well, that's the downside of uh, discovery from a lawsuit. They should have just settled. They so what's just going on? I literally know nothing other than Tucker is like not done, not done anything but shit on Donald Trump, mm-hmm. which is complete contrast to everything he said for the last six years. Well, everything Fox News has said is contrasted with what they actually believe. It's a money. It, dude, it's Fox News entertainment. But why is there is there drama or is there what's going on? Like, tell me. So do you how much do you know? Nothing. They, okay. So I know that I know this. I know that. What is the name of it? Dominion Voting, Dominion voting is systems. suing Fox News yes, for de- defamation. Defamation. OK. Because and they didn't settle. So this allows for all this to become public record. Yeah. It's it's part of discovery. <laughs> and why are they looking into their text messages to prove that they knew? Yeah, because you have to defamation and uh, is such a high bar to clear yeah. legally. Yeah, and thank God for it. Yeah, defamation, slander, all like that kind of stuff is very difficult to prove libel, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you have to really prove one intent to harm. To that you knowing you knowing you knowingly lied at the mo- like yeah. you knowingly lied before <laughs> at the moment you said it yeah you can't just and they basically proven that everybody other than the dumb dumb that is Maria Bartolomo yeah uh, genuinely knew they were lying Bartolomo is the only one who <laughs> thank God because of, she's such an idiot yeah actually bl- act they. They show that she truly believed what she was saying. So she's the only one who's probably not going to get hung out to dry here. Wow. Which is insane. But what does that it's look like, like? It just proves to be like, if you're, sometimes it, it's better to be dumb. Yeah. Because then you can really, truly blame, uh, uh, you can really, truly blame ignorance. Um, but, but, so, okay, yeah, so uh, timeline. Uh, uh, Fox News out of fear. So they, what started it all is that, do you remember during the when the election was happening, the night of the election, uh, the AP and Fox were the first to yes. call Arizona for Biden, and that was a bombshell, yeah, right? Because that basically made Trump's path to the presidency pretty much impossible mm-hmm. at that point, right? And f- the Trump team flipped mm-hmm. because they knew that. If they lost, they already had that whole rollout planned of challenging the outcome of elections. They knew that calling Arizona early limited their ability to go to other states like Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and file lawsuits there Mm -hmm. um, because they didn't want the election itself called that early. And they knew by calling Arizona, it hurt their ability to undermine the election through the courts down the road okay so he was pissed at fox yeah he was going after fox that night telling everybody to turn them off their fake news blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. fox news as shown in these documents they had this emergency meeting because they were 
they were getting bludgeoned in the ratings mm-hmm. in the days following <clears throat> the the election because you know it took Tuesday was the election it took until Saturday for the election to be called mm-hmm. so during that whole time like they were like what are the fuck are we going to do yeah and Tucker and Hannity and Ingram and uh, Brett Bear were all in this group chat that has now been completely made public mm-hmm. and um basically saying we know it's false but we're losing ratings we've we're hemorrhaging viewers we've got to we've got to either we either have to rescind Arizona rescind the call yeah or we need to come out hard and say um talk about election lies and make it so people stick with us and they so they latched on to this the whole dominion voting system thing resulted from maria bartolomo uh-huh. received a email from somebody saying i have proof that dominion voting systems is rigged and they had for every three uh, percent of all trump's votes would automatically switch flip mm-hmm. to a biden vote okay and she said i have proof of this and i have proof of this i know what i'm talking about i'm i have a long career in data analysis okay she didn't cite her qualifications. She didn't cite she sources. And then she went on in that same email talking about how she has out-of-body experiences and how she is like a ghost at times. And she has tried. She time travels through I can a semi-conscious state. <laughs> so this person sends that email to Maria Bartolomo. Maria yeah. Bartolomo then latches on... Oh, I thought on. you were saying she was saying she has those moments. No, not Maria. The oh, person who sent, sent the email, the email oh, to okay, Maria okay, Bartolomo. Okay. Maria Bartolomo then takes that little snippet of Dominion voting systems are rigged, takes that to the other Fox hosts, yeah. and they're like, don't believe that, but let's roll with that narrative. So they started Whoa. pitching that shit. They bring on Sidney Powell, who was one of Trump's teams, the mm-hmm. person who was saying that uh, Hugo Chavez in Venezuela was behind, uh, had this whole uh, Venezuela, Hugo Chavez in Venezuela in Spain. Yeah. Somehow those two working together to uh, cr- uh, use the Dominion voting systems machines to rig the elections. And so Sidney Powell, who's on Trump's legal yeah. team, is out there saying that. Hannity brings her on his show, starts talking about all of that. You would think that he would then, you think if he was an actual journalist, yeah. would ask her some like, well, how do you how do you know that? Yeah. Ask her some pointed questions. Nope. Pretty much just encouraged her to the whole. If you watch the clips oh, of them, he's God. encouraging her or he's at it. He's. Letting her say it and then saying, well, you know, there's some crazy stuff out there happening. Not trying to discredit it. Yeah. Not raise some questions. Nothing. Just right. letting it roll. Right. And now there's all this internal documents talking about how they never believed it. They're tired of Trump. All of this stuff. But we can't lose voters. Viewers. Viewers. Sorry, we can't lose viewers. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean they're basically. I mean we knew we are we know what they were, right? This is just some of us, but for the audacity for anyone who watches them to ever call anything fake news mm-hmm. is asinine, right? There's, I mean, there is there is bias in media, absolutely, right? 
there is times where stories were reported in a light that probably wasn't yeah. great. But to to actively spread lies yeah. because you were putting viewership over the truth mm-hmm. is a different level that no other news source, viable news source right. in the United States, that's a charge that you cannot levy against any of them. Mm-hmm. You can say that there's some built-in bias in terms sure. of how they interpret data or how they present data. Mm-hmm. But to actively know the truth and lie about it yeah because of because of stock prices yeah and viewership numbers dude that is just on another level of corrupt that's on another level of corruption yeah wow and the fact that they parade themselves around yeah as this fair and balanced news source is just ridiculous what's the lawsuit dude is there a is there a uh, is there a price is there a a billion dollars a billion dollars and here's the crazy thing fox is worth worth way more than that yeah i'm pretty sure that rupert murdoch who is the the ceo owner of Mm -hmm. it is totally fine paying that tab because you know why? Because it's better. You can pay the defamation, yeah. but you don't lose your viewers. Yeah. But isn't paying it an admission? Or at least found guilty. Do you think their viewers even know that that lawsuit is happening? Not if they're ta- not talking about it. And they're not going anywhere else to hear about anything. That is gross, dude. So they keep their viewers. He pays the billion dollars. And it's like, well, you know what? Got away with it. It's better than better than losing our entire company because people switch to OAN or Newsmax oh, or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, those places aren't telling the truth either. No, but Fox is much bigger than them. Yeah, for sure. But that's that's their that's I guarantee you that's Murdoch's calculation. I'll pay oh, it. for sure, for sure. I'll pay it. How do you? I mean, I don't really, I've really kind of just stepped back from any of the news really anyways, but I mean, to just be that tuned into Fox, I just don't, I can't. That tuned into any, it's Fox especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But uh, any, that any, tuned into MSNBC, any of those yeah. 24, CNN, hour, the, all the, oh. the 24 hour new, the yeah. news networks are gross, yeah. dude. They're all gross. Yeah. Because everything is a story. Yeah. Everything is breaking news. Yeah. Because they need to keep your eyes on the TV. Yeah. Because that's the only thing they sell yeah. is news. I, I think news. about yeah, early pandemic CNN. I remember just like, I feel like this is inflammatory. Like to to rise to get everybody to panic. Mm-hmm. It just felt like that. Yeah, if you're not watching us, mm-hmm. you're not getting the most up to date information yes. about COVID, and you could die. Yeah. 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 Also, happy anniversary to Rudy Gobert. Is. Is it really been today? Is the three-year anniversary? It's been three to when years. he got up from the press conference about COVID yeah. and touched everybody's phones and microphone, and then was later tested positive for COVID. And then didn't a jazz? Uh, didn't somebody in the jazz organization die from COVID? Oh, I don't shortly know. After that, I don't know. They never proved that like he got it from. Whoa! I didn't from know Rudy. that. Yeah, I'm pretty allegedly. Yeah. But I'm. I think there was a. Uh, I think there was like some assistant camera, like media person died from COVID shortly, like after. Yeah. After that. Um, oh, I remember when he did that. It was just like, 
what are you doing? Yeah. They, looking back on COVID, yeah. that's just such a God, that's what a crazy time. Well, there's a report recently that hospitals in Washington and Oregon are no longer requiring masks. In a couple weeks. Well, how do you feel about that? I mean, it's their call, right? Yeah. Nobody's wearing them anymore. anymore. Kylie and I were at a doctor's appointment in Longview, and they were trying to, uh, for Wells. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But what, who, who was trying to what? Oh, there were people coming in just refusing to wear masks. And it says if there's anywhere I want to wear a mask, it's, it's any doctor's <laughs> it's office ever in Longview, <laughs> especially in Longview. But I don't want to go to the doctor without a mask on. Mm-hmm. Now I don't. No, it's gross. I feel like that's where I'm gonna get sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, whatever. Weird. I mean, I think I might still continue to wear masks in doctors' offices. Yeah, I think so too. I, I mean, think I think it, I think it'll still main. I think it'll still be socially accepted. I don't think people will look at you weird if you walked in like a year or two from now. You walk into a doctor's office with a mask on. Yeah. People aren't going to look at you sideways. I don't think so either. But I wear it on the bus and public transit as well. People give you looks. No. Yeah, there's still enough people around. Yeah, still wearing them. Yeah, I mean, and you're in this tube mm-hmm. of death. Yeah, the people walking around public streets right now with their masks on. Yeah. right now it's like pouring down rain. I'm like. Really? I like wearing my mask in public. Really? Yeah. Don't look at me. And I, let me judge you from just here. So the ones that are weird still. <laughs> and I, I, well, I was at Big Lots. Uh, oh, you, I'm sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Big Lots on Saturday. Dude, we got to get a, a Liquid Death and Big Lots sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy comes walking in with one of like, when I was a douche canoe. Yeah. And I was, I started at first, I was wearing uh, yes. those little neck gaiters. Yeah. I, I feel like I started that in our area, and then everybody else caught on because I was the first person I ever saw wearing one of those neck gaiters as a mask. How did you even think about wearing a gaiter as a mask? I was like, that'd be cool. Where did you see it? I had saw, I had seen it like a year before because I bought those face shield. I had bought face shields uh-huh. for hunting. Okay, and so then oh, I was, saying. and so then I was like, oh, that'll work as a mask. Trendsetter, dude. I was a trendsetter, 11.5. and then and then then it. <laughs> turned into every well then once i learned that those weren't effective at all and yeah. then they basically were worn by every tr- anti-mask trump supporter yeah. i was like okay i'm going to an actual mask mm, okay but i saw one of those guys walk into big i saw a guy walk into big lots with a gator with a gator and i'm like okay you're not wearing it because of covid you're wearing it because you don't want people to see your face i mean i don't ever so want at what point so so at what point in so at what point can you can a store now ask you to not wear mm, a, like a face shield? Right. I don't think they can. That's crazy, man. Yeah. We're basically saying <laughs> you could come in as a mask robber. Yes. Yeah. That's I just thing. watched a Facebook video of a guy who got a bunch of his stuff stolen from his house, and the guy who did it was wearing a medical face mask. Really? And he caught him on camera, got his license plate, yeah. and was able to track him okay. down. But he was wearing a mask. Mm. That's that's encouraged. Interesting. It's encouraged. Mm. I like wearing my mask. I mean, uh, sometimes when I get out of work and I'll scooter down to the bus, I'll wear my mask the whole way. Yeah. I won't take it off. For sure. Uh, question. Yes. Answer. Have Has there ever been something in your life that mm-hmm. you're like, people told you about it, like, oh, it's going to mm. be like this, but nobody could ever really prepare you for how difficult 
it was going to be once you start once you became once you filled the role of something that you had been waiting for or something that was kind of thrust upon you i mean obviously and then and then you get into it and you're like man like i just did not expect that like you look outside and you're like what on earth is it getting itself is it like is that thing getting itself into <laughs> what now? are you talking about like or like you're constantly having to make sure it's not out in the rain. Yeah. Uh, you're just like, oh my gosh, like it's. Why can't it just take care of itself? I did not expect it being this difficult. Uh, raising dogs. Being a flag owner. <laughs> Nobody warned you about being a flag owner. No, being a flag owner is hard. That's why I don't I do it. Beautiful Hudson's Bay Company yeah. flag yeah. that I fly out yes. in front of my house. Every time I come home, dude, that thing is caught in the gutter. Yeah, I look outside. You're flying in this weather? No, I, I, I okay. When it gets nice, I put it out. Yeah, I bring it back in when it's fair cold. weather flyer. Yeah, but I want my like. I grew up in a household that we never brought in our American flag, uh-huh. and the flag got tattered all the time. Get the it would. I think that's still a tradition. You can't you can't treat your flag like that, especially not the American flag. You can, and that's why I won't fly an American flag is because I don't trust myself enough uh-huh. to go outside and bring it in every single mm. every single night. Because you cannot fly an American flag if it's not lit with a light. It has to be lit. Okay, or, you are you your particulars are the most bizarre thing in the world. No, that's that is flag etiquette. Etic- no, that's like part of the flag rules. <laughs> if you look up the military code of conduct for flag care okay you you can stop acting like you follow rules you cannot fly a flag <laughs> okay. if it's not lit D- is your HBC american it? an american okay. american okay. flag see that's why i won't fly an american flag is because i don't trust myself to not to care for it properly com- completely properly mm. flag care is a real thing what about people s- s- stepping on flags as a form of <laughs> protest sure that's their First Amendment right. Yeah, but how do you feel about it? I would like to say I don't care, but I think there's a part of me that when I see people burn it and people step on it, uh-huh. I get a little angry. Okay, okay. I think I genuinely don't care. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you've got it, the Stars and Stripes slathered all over your dong in, like some, <laughs> in some swimsuit. It's kind of lost its meaning. Yeah, it's like... I mean, the people who care about the flag burning are wearing them as T-shirts with eagles and Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, I care about flag burning, but I would make sure I keep I take care of the flag a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also recognize that it's their right. For sure. And I would never say anything to I, them. That's about why I didn't it. ask you about that. I yeah. asked you about what you think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> internally, it gets me a little. Yeah, it, it grinds gets, your gears. Gets me a little bit. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, really, like I get that you're upset. Mm-hmm. I get that you feel that the promises made to you mm-hmm. in the constitution are not being upheld by your government. Okay. That's that's kind of a big deal. So you can be upset, <laughs> okay. right? Sure. But I feel like burning the flag mm-hmm. is a poor way in which to show that because I don't think it's particularly effective. Sure. Because sure. most people leave it at that. Yeah. I'm going to burn the flag until what I want is done. Yeah. Okay. What else are you doing? Do you understand how change actually happens, and are you doing that? Yeah. No, they're just pouting, regardless of what who it is and what it is. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I wanted to get to this because I think it's time. 
time. Yeah. Okay. Wherever you are, there you are. Ah, on my list. <laughs> because I, I, I hadn't added anything new to my list. So that's I'm fine. I told you the other day at work that I had woke up in the middle of the night and thought. <laughs> I gave you a, something that woke you up in the middle of the night. Like you've been working on this conundrum forever. Yes. Like drawing lines on the wall. Like one side, it's no matter where you are. On the other side, it's there, there you, you are, are. And you're trying to draw I'm connections. I'm trying to make it work in my brain. Because <laughs> every time you bring it up on the show, I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot that was on the list. I have no idea. Where am I? Am I there? Where? So All right. I, I woke get, up. I, I want to hear about this. I woke up at 3 in the morning, and I was like, wherever you are, there you are. Wherever you are. There you Were you clicking your heels at the same time? No, and I started like dozing off to sleep. And then I started dreaming about wherever you are, there you are. And trying to come up with a solution in my dreams. Damn. Which I think is... I think when I hear that, it's just a celebration of... I mean, do you not like it because it's corny? No, I like the saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were poo-pooing it. No. Okay. That's one of my favorite sayings. Oh, wherever you are, there you are. Something my grandpa always used to say. Okay. I I mean, I think it's it's an acknowledgement and appreciation for you know, first thing comes to mind is the Andy the infamous Andy quote from the office, right? That's what I think about like when you, you don't ever know you're in the good times until you've you're outside of them, mm, right? Okay. Um and that's how I think of it as like Wherever you are, there you are. And and when I th- when I started like in and out of sleep, I started thinking about all these like terrible scenarios of like nobody taking in moments of like being there. Mm. Okay. And a huge one that I think comes to mind is LeBron winning the scoring title. I don't remember that in that instance. So LeBron winning the scoring title and the photo of Phil Knight. Oh, that Oh, like that recently? Yes. The actual okay, not the scoring t- single season scoring title. Yes. No. The actual the like NBA becoming the NBA leader scorer. Yes. Okay. Yes. So where he's fading away and Phil Knight's yes. just Phil sitting Knight there. is sitting there watching this moment and in history. Everybody else has their phones out. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And to me, it's like uh, sometimes I'll get this. Uh, I have these. Uh, um, uh, what is it? I don't know what it's called. It's data messages that come to my phone sure you've used your phone you've been on your phone 30 minutes more than you were last week oh, i hate those. i hate it i'm like god damn it i'm not there <laughs> so that is kind of when in my mm. in my drunken sleep i'm thinking about just being in the moment living in the moment how important like wherever you are there you are i don't know maybe that's okay maybe it's a wrong interpretation that's not how all how at all I've inter I interpret that. But okay, that's a very interesting way to interpret okay. it. And I like your interpretation. Okay, thank you. It's much more positive than my interpretation of oh, it. Oh shit! Huh? Oh shit! Okay. Well, I think that it's a reminder uh-huh. that unless you fix the internal aspect of your of oh. yourself, you bring your baggage with you no matter where you are. Right. So I think there's sometimes Ooh. where you're like, I'm really struggling here. Okay. I want to. I think you know. I think I need a big move. Yeah. I want to move to wherever Australia. Sure, I want to move to Australia, <laughs> and that's and I'm going to reinvent myself. Yeah, 
I'm gonna, it's going to fix all of the oh. stuff that I don't like about myself or I don't like about my surroundings. I'm moving over here. Okay, okay. And then you're there. Yeah. Or this could work for time as well, sure. right? When I get to X, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a different person, right? You're looking for external factors to mm-hmm. change internal realities. Okay. And so no matter where you are, there you are, you take yourself with you mm-hmm. no matter where you go. Oh. So if you've got internal battles mm-hmm. or internal things that I you like haven't that. that you haven't resolved in your in yourself. Yeah. You're taking that with you wherever you go, mm-hmm. right? Like if you had a problem with a job and then you go to another job and you're having the same problems, but you haven't worked you on haven't worked yourself. on yourself and you're like oh you're blatant like oh it's this person's fault it's this person's yeah, fault it's yeah, this yeah, person's yeah. fault but yet everywhere you go you keep having the same same problems, impro- same problems. Yeah. maybe at some point the problem is you yeah and you're because you are taking yourself to all of these different situations mm. and you keep wondering how do i keep going to all these different how do i keep dating all of these same people and yet having the same problems in my relationships mm-hmm. it's like well you're the common denominator yes. and you're taking with you you, no matter where you are, there you are. Yeah. I'm glad you said common denominator because there's a teenager in my house who I constantly <laughs> say, what's the common denominator here, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you want things to change, you've got to change that common denominator. If you're not making that change, then you're going to run into the same results every time. Sure. Uh, I like that. I like that. But okay. I, I had never thought of it like the way you thought about it, too, mm-hmm. so, which I think is a good, which is, I think is an equally... Are... Equally good message. There you are. Well, and then I think about like looking ahead, kind of like what you were saying is like, I can't wait to get to this point in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you do, I, there's something there, right? I'm not not quite putting those strings together, but like the, the not looking at the, the moments that you're in, but then like once you get there, it's like, okay, here I am. But like, I feel like sometimes we're either looking too back or forward Mm. and we're never really looking at like here we are in this time in Mm -hmm. this moment um there's always something to look forward to there's always something right and and i mean that's great right and that that could be that it's not a bad thing to look forward to things like even on a daily basis right like Mm -hmm. i can't wait to get out of this building and go to my house and record my podcast with my friend right that's Mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing but I don't know. We talked about this a little bit with my with my goal setting, right? And then you exposed me as far as like you're, you know, maybe sometimes people just set goals to kind of make themselves feel better about what's really going on or something to that effect. And I was like, "Damn, dude, that is 100% what I do." And that's why I think I interpreted it the way that I did is because it's like I just need to be more present and be more, you know, I think there is an element to maybe the way I was thinking about it as far as like who I am and where I am mm. at that time, sure. right? So a little bit of what you're saying, but also finding value in time and space, putting the phone down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you must do that quite a bit. I do. Yeah, because yeah. you never text me back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of times I unplug. Yeah, I need to do more of that, I think. It helps. Yeah. It helps. It it really does. And for me, like, uh, when I was thinking about this and mm-hmm. how, like, that quote really, like, what are, I'm like, what are the, some of the things that, like, have, what are similar problems that follow me around? So I'm like, with, mm-hmm. at school, mm-hmm. what was my biggest, my biggest hindrance yeah. to being a exceptional student? Mm-hmm. I was a good student. Sure. But I 
skated on my <laughs> I skated on my natural ability to have a really good memory mm-hmm. and that carried me through a lot of situations I probably shouldn't have gotten myself out sure. of. Sure. If I hadn't been such a procrastinator, mm-hmm. I could have been a way better student than I was. Absolutely. But I took and I've taken that procrastination. I've never solved it. Mm-hmm. And I've taken it to my current job. Mm-hmm. And there are things that I procrastinate on. Right. Because I've always gotten away with being able to, when the chips are down, I'm smart enough to maneuver myself yeah. and get get out of it. Right, right, right. But I'm like, oh, I could be so much better and mm-hmm. less stressed at my job mm-hmm. if I didn't procrastinate. Right. No matter where I are, no matter where I am, yeah, there I am. Yeah, I take that baggage around with me, and it's like it's mm-hmm. a recurring problem yeah. with different things. Whether it's housework or procrastination, is mm-hmm. that's what well, that's the common denominator is myself, and what is it that I do that causes me problems in my life? And mm. one of the, I mean, I've got a different a lot of different things we that cause do. me problems we all but do procrastination is one that i have sure. identified recently that is like something that i need to look internally and figure out ways in which to fix that and are you I'm trying okay it's not easy no 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 as a lifelong procrastinator it is yeah. a hard drug to habitual quit. habitual procrastinator habitual <laughs> is the right term <laughs> i will put everything off to the last second and you know we'd always joke and say that like oh if we put it off to the last moment i write better when i'm under pressure no we don't no we don't i write more efficiently Efficiently, but i don't but i don't write better yeah yeah but if it's a first draft you know you're gonna get a second draft so you can just you can make it better later that's true that's (laughs) but i was i was reading through my was it 300 paper that i found and Mm. i'm just like oh like my words choice, like I'm just like, why, why am I using these words? Like, what do you mean, like just repetitive words? Uh, yeah, and I'm like, would you fucking find a word in the thesaurus and just, just keep hammering that one? I don't know. Yeah, but I love that you're looking at procrastination as like your individual issue, um, and as one that you're carrying with you. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've all got those suitcases. We've all got yeah. travel baggage, yeah. right? And some 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 of our luggage, some of our suitcases are bigger than others because mm-hmm. the problems inside them. Yeah. There's a really good visualization in a how in a how I met your mother episode where I uh, sounds familiar. It's when Ted is dating a girl mm-hmm. and they go to the movies and it turns out to be uh Tony and Stella, Stella mm-hmm. being his fiance that left him at the altar mm-hmm. for her ex-husband, he becomes like a movie producer and then makes a movie essentially about yes. how it, the whole thing happened, yeah. but like he completely changes it to make Ted look like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I remember and that. And everybody in Ted's life loves the movie, but then he like flips out and starts yelling at the at the screen and then everybody's like, "Wow, I can't believe like you acted that way." Mm-hmm. And then he had to really because it was his distrust and anger. He hadn't really ever resolved his anger about being left at the altar. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this visualization at the end of the episode where everybody's carrying around suitcases and luggage that have um, uh, labels on mm-hmm. it for what it is. And mm. it was just a really interesting and interesting. cool visualization of everybody's carrying around yeah. shit with them. Yeah. Right. And so I think we have to try to one label that luggage right. and then try to, uh, Let's lighten the load a little bit. I've, I've, we've used that analogy a little bit with Cheyenne in these last two years. Is like, 
as adults we we are more equipped at unloading this baggage right so we always use this analogy of a backpack full of stones and those Mm. stones are kind of the things that weigh us down and as as adults we can kind of take them out individually and go all right procrastinating a lot can't solve that one yet (laughs) (laughs) i'll put that one on the back burner Mm -hmm. i'll I'll worry about that one later (laughs) uh you know whatever it is right but as an adult we can kind of look at things individually and go okay i'm done with this one i've solved that and Mm -hmm. then now that's less on your back and i we told her like hey dude like you don't have the tools to navigate through that bag of things that you're carrying and you're carrying some stones that children shouldn't have to carry but it is our job as parents to help you. If you have one and you're like, I don't know what to do with this, don't throw it back in there. Pull it out. Give it to us. Sure. And we'll see what we can do. And if we can throw that in our bag so that you don't have to, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. That's our job because we're more equipped than you are. Um, so that is kind of a play on that that sure. analogy. Yeah, but like that works too. And that's something that like therapy can do absolutely um talking to friends but for a parent to a child i think that that's important sometimes to you know kids are always especially teenagers right they they think that everything is just this big stone and or they can pull out this big stone and be like look at how big of a problem this is mm-hmm. and then you kind of just question it a little bit well let's talk about that and then by the end of the conversation it's only this big and they realize okay it really wasn't that big of a deal. It's like, yeah. all right, see, dude, you're done with it. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Fuck you for not listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. But for real. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please like, share, and subscribe. We're here. We're visual. We're visual learners. We do this every week for you. Just for you. And if you're wondering if I'm talking about you, I am. <laughs> All right. There's not a single one of you that sub- that share and subscribe. So yeah, not a single one of you. <laughs> we know who you are. We know every single one of you. And when you text me and you say, "Hey, I really loved what you said about this on this episode," I don't care. Tell I, other I, people. I do care. I do care too. I enjoy it. I like to. Know I'd rather that we're you doing listen okay. and not share than not listen at all and still not share. I know we're such full shit because we're like we're never gonna do this for the likes and shares, and we're only gonna do it for our own mental health and for friendship and all of these things. And but you know what? You wiped shit on your face. I want people to hear about that. <laughs> I did do that. I you did, did do that. do that, dude. Oh. You do do that. It smelled so bad. All right, bye. bye. Right.